Hi you all, I hope you're doing well. Welcome back to Crapshoot. This is episode number two and I'm so excited to bring you guys this conversation that I had with Hanako Maki. She is very quickly becoming a good friend of mine, though she is not a new friend. Um, we went to school together at Loyola and I wanted to sit down and talk to her about what it's like to also be a graduate and also be pursuing a creative field. I really enjoyed talking with Hanako and I'm really excited to share this little piece of our conversation with you. We talked a little bit about whether or not we felt like college was worth it, what the experience was like, and things we would have done differently if there's any. Beforehand, I want to give a mini disclaimer because I kept hitting the microphone I think during this interview and like tapping the table with my hand. I was super nervous and uncomfortable but I think overall it's a pretty good conversation and interview that I think you guys will enjoy. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hanako, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Yeah, I'm like nervous and excited. It's going to be a good time. It's a good combination of feelings. Mm -hmm. I, I would agree. Um, so I guess to get started, can you give me a little bit of background about like yourself and school and stuff like that? Sure. So I, like you, also graduated from Loyola. I graduated in May of 2018, which feels like forever ago already. Um, and while I was at Loyola, I studied uh, journalism with a minor in photography. And now that I'm out of school, I'm not really doing either. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's actually really funny that you say that because I'm also I also did journalism with a minor in photography, and I like had no idea while we were in school that that was the exact same. We were in a bunch of classes together. Yeah, so I guess it, it makes sense. Like, come up, but I guess I always assumed because I think. I can, uh, mm -hmm. wow, <laughs> it's been a minute. Uh, but I think she was a photo major. And yes. so I just assumed that you were also a photo major. I think a lot of people assumed that, especially because Mike and I were roommates and we were in almost every single journalism slash photography class together. I did consider becoming a photo major, but the one drawback to that was that you had to take, you know, painting and drawing. And I'm not good at that. And that's not something I wanted to pursue. And so I decided to go the minor route and just tried to get in as many like advanced photo classes as I could. Mm, yeah, that's fair. I felt the same. I also felt like the major didn't offer anything else photography. So I was like, why would I do mm -hmm. that course? Like you could just get by with the minor and still feel like you've done enough. Mm -hmm. There's a good variety of courses there. Yeah, absolutely. So today I want to talk about, as I already explained to you before we started recording, but uh, I just want to talk about kind of whether or not you felt like college was worth it. So. Uh, I guess to start, if you could walk me through what got you into like photography and design and graphics, just like everything like that. So if we go back, I don't know, 10 years or so, way back when, <laughs> I was always the friend that was taking pictures of everything to the point where everybody else, of course, was getting frustrated and annoyed with me, but I didn't care. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was like, this is great. I need to document every single minute or else I'm going to forget it all. And of course, I haven't looked at those pictures since they like have been sitting on my hard drive or whatever. I don't even know where they mm -hmm. are. Yep. <laughs> but I guess that was a catalyst. I'd always loved taking pictures and I'd always loved telling stories. My mom used to harp on me about how when I was younger, she would 
tell me to wrap up the story, be like, all right, you need to finish the story, hurry up, I'm getting bored of listening to you. And instead of shortening what I was about to say, I would just speak faster so I could fit it all in <laughs> a shorter period of time. You know, at first you think like, oh, that's just a weird kid thing, like she'll grow out of it. But I was able to turn that into something else and uh, put that to good use, I, at least I like to think. And I knew going into college that I didn't want to pursue like business or um, something helpful like that. <laughs> I wanted to be able to continue writing and continue telling stories and just really doing what I wanted to do, which was always creative. I've never had a brain for math or science. Mm -hmm. I love them. I love like theories and whatnot, but I just can't do it. I can't oh, do no. the practical. I you know? feel the same. Oh, yes. But art and creativity, like I can do that. It's subjective. So if I think it's good, it's good. I love that. Yes, I agree. And then what really catapulted me into wanting to pursue photography in a more serious way was actually an ex of mine who basically taught me everything I know, you know really helped me, walked me through all like the foundations of photography, so yeah. like, understanding lighting and whatnot. And then I started to see it everywhere I went. So I'd walk around and be like, wow, that light's great. And sometimes like the really, really geeky, nerdy side of me would be like, all right, I bet you this is ISO 400 shutter speed of like, one five hundredth of a second. I would do that. I love that. Oh my gosh, I'm not skilled enough to be able to look at something. I mean, I would like try it out later, like whip out my camera and be like, did I get it right? And of course be way off. But at least it was, you know, it was a game to me and I enjoyed yeah. doing it. That's so fun. Oh, I love that. You're listening to Crapshoot, the podcast where I show you what it's like to go from a full-time student to a full-time entrepreneur. At least, hopefully, that's what this ends with. I may not always know what I'm doing, but I sure as hell am trying. And this is where you get to see my successes, my failures, my didn't really do anything to propel me forward or uh, shoot me backward. I'm really excited to share this with you, even though it's a little bit more vulnerable than I may have liked a few months ago, but I think it'll be a good time. Did you know when you applied to college that you were gonna do photography? Yes, I knew I wanted to take a formal photography class because I'd never taken one of those before. Um, I was really excited about taking a film photography class because mm. that's something that I had been exposed to but hadn't really been able to explore and I thought, Loyola is going to give it to me. And of course, the summer before I arrived was their last film photography class ever. And I'm like, oh, great. Mm -hmm. So there goes that. Yep. But it's interesting that you say that you wanted to come like in the beginning to do photography because like, oh, high school me. Oh, sometimes I just really question what I was thinking. But I like loved photography because like, like you, I was always taking pictures, but it was my best friend, Katie Ashby at the time. Um, still a good friend of mine, let me not say at the time, but um, she and I used to take photos every day, like every day after school, they were always really corny, like things on the train tracks and like nothing super exciting or like advanced, but we got really good at it to the point that like I took her senior photos and then like I had somebody, my mom like hired somebody to take mine, hated all of them, had Katie do it instead. And like, those are the ones that I use. And I feel really bad because my mom spent all this money and like we don't, they're just like in a box in our house. <laughs> but like, that's how I got introduced to it. And then when I went to college, I was like, I'm gonna do international studies. And I hate and I'm terrible at history. Mm. And 
I don't know what happened there that I went from like writing and doing photography and like artistic things to deciding I wanted to do public policy. Like I don't know what happened there. It's a bit of a jump. Just a like bit. a little. Like in Loyola, I took a history. I took three history classes because like you have to go like go big or go home, and uh, almost failed all of them. And was like, this is not for me. And then, so that's when I switched to journalism and then swapped to a photo minor because I was like, I loved this. Why am I not doing this? And so that, a little brief history about baby Carly. (laughs) And I don't know if we talked about this while we were both in class together, especially in Jerome's photojournalism class, because once I figured out that like photography and writing go hand in hand, Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to travel the world. I'm going to tell everybody's stories. I'm going to work for National Geographic one day. I felt the same. Nowadays, if you ask me, like, do I still want to work for Nat Geo? Yes, if I had the opportunity, I would jump at it. But I'm not sure if that's the exact route that I want to go, you know? I'm, yeah. Maybe I want to pave my own path and see what comes of it. Yeah, I feel that. Also, because I hear Nat Geo doesn't even, like, hire people under 40 or something. That is what I heard. Also, like, I... Personally, I'm not really one with nature. So I don't know if they'd be really happy with my photos. They'd relate with you. <laughs> like, I'd love to go see all the sites, but I hate bugs. Mm-hmm. Never been camping before. Really? Don't know how that works. Oh. Don't know how to pitch a tent. Wow. Any of that. See, I know how to do that because my dad loved camping. You look like you hated it. I hated camping <laughs> so much. Oh, it was horrendous. So you came to college and you were doing photography. What was it like at Loyola? Because I have a, I'll tell you my experience after, but like, I want to know what yours is. I, I will admit that I came to both the States and Loyola, like wide-eyed, bushy-tailed, everything is going to be great. <laughs> and for the most part, it was. I didn't really have any experiences with classes or professors or other students that really tainted my experience in any way. Mm-hmm. I was through and through very grateful for all the opportunities I was given. For example, like being able to take an advanced photography course, even though I was only a minor and they were only open for majors, or you know, being able to work for the Phoenix and eventually become photo editor and also having a job with the Department of Fine Arts. I felt very grateful to be so like connected to what was happening on campus because I felt like I wasn't in any clubs or anything like that. So that was my way of feeling like I belonged here. But... For the, for the like beginning half or so of my photography career here at Loyola, I was like, I don't think I'm learning anything. Mm-hmm. I'm in these classes, there's so much fun. I'm enjoying all the assignments. You know, my classmates and I get along great. We have a blast, but I'm not really learning anything. I didn't feel like I was learning something new until I took those advanced courses that wouldn't have been available to me as a minor anyway. Mm-hmm. And so in retrospect, sometimes I'm like, should I have spent more time maybe maybe doing an accounting class that would help me benefit me in my future, (laughs) perhaps. But um, I don't know, I'd like to think that I don't regret it. I like that mindset, I like that mindset. So tell me about your experience. Oh gosh. Uh, Okay, I'd like to preface it and say that I am like happy I went to college and like I enjoyed it in retrospect, looking at the entire experience. but like for me, I also felt like I wasn't learning anything. And it's also really interesting. Um, I remember Megan and I were talking about this, I don't know, a while ago now, <laughs> but um, that different professors have different 
um, what's what I'm looking for? Like they want different things and mm -hmm. they di expect different types of photography. And like in some respects that was great because it challenged me to like do more than I was comfortable with or that I particularly liked. But also like, I remember, I, don't, I can't even tell you the professor to be honest because I don't remember their name because <laughs> I'm terrible with names. I remember <laughs> I was a photography class and we were asked to do, I don't even remember the parameters of the project, but it was just like a project, I think it was on color or something like that. And um, the professor's aesthetic was one thing and like I happened to take photos in that aesthetic. Um, but I felt it was really weird because in class we were looking at other people's work and that were a not necessarily in that same like vein or like type mm -hmm. of style photography. And like they were just ripped to shreds. And I was like, it's not a bad project. It's just not in the same, I guess like style and so I feel like for me I didn't have as much of an issue with it because like I didn't come in with a whole lot of knowledge about photography in the beginning it was just something I loved and so like for me I feel like it was kind of good for me to expand on that but it also was weird seeing and like hearing and encountering the fact that like people couldn't be creative in their own respects it had to be tailored to it didn't have to be but like it was encouraged to be tailored to like professors right. And whatever the professor wanted or the professor's style was always favored, mm -hmm. right? Mike and I had similar conversations. She had a lot of artistic differences with her professors and that became an issue for her. Thankfully, I was, <laughs> I was free of that. <laughs> but yeah, I think maybe I was just the lucky one. Yeah. Both of you and her had those kind of um, experiences. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was definitely one of the things, but also one of the things that I want to talk about in like another podcast episode, which if you'd like to come on for that one too, by all means. Um, but like, I really struggled like with mental health in college as like a thousand and one, like everyone does, I feel like to some extent, whether or not we want to admit it. Um, but like, because of that, I got in such a rut with like photography and I felt like I couldn't do it anymore because like I was shut in and I had depression. It was a whole thing. Um, and so I really fell behind in terms of like not just studies, but also creatively, I feel like I've been stunted because of that. And then it also turned my love of like this art and this craft into like a, it was a chore for so long. Mm -hmm. um, and so I genuinely feel like the reason I don't I didn't necessarily enjoy or like necessarily would do again, the college experience is more because of mental health than anything else. But I do feel like that changed it because it became not even just the mental health aspect, but like because I had to do like things for class, it wasn't always what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And so photography kind of became a chore for me. And so in that respect, I didn't love it. I think college as a whole, I didn't love, but like <laughs> that specifically. I feel you. <laughs> Thankfully, I was fortunate enough, or at least my brain kept whatever mental health issues I had at bay until after I graduated. And okay. then it all hit me. And so, unlike you, photography became my escape. Okay. And I was like, everything else sucks, but photography is still kind of fun. And I know I can still produce good work, so I guess I'll continue to follow that. I guess. I mean, it was still hard to, you know, get out of bed and be like, yes, I'm going to go create, I'm going to do this, I'm going to be productive and, mm -hmm. you know, follow this path. But it was always like, it was like my knight shining armor almost. Okay. But, um... Yeah, college is not great for mental health. 
No. College does not prepare students really for real world. They teaches us how to study in one way, mm -hmm. and that's kind of it. I totally agree. Yeah. And it's also really interesting because, like, this is a tangent, mildly, but, like, I work at a nonprofit, as I've said to you several times at this point, <laughs> but um, I had also a really terrible experience there because, like, I'm so used to, like, pleasing one person. Like, it's always a professor, and so you're just, like, constantly doing stuff so that they like it. And, like, working at a nonprofit, I was very much working in teams, and so as much as I hate group activities and, like, group work in class, and I would not recommend that people could like do that in class. However, it's so in like it was so I was so used to just like studying and doing it on my own that like I didn't really know how to function when I had like three people I had to please and it wasn't just one person's style and like I don't know, it was like a different not that group work I think would have helped in that way, but like it was just it's a different dynamic and I feel mm -hmm. like college hasn't first of all, I don't know how to do anything financial wise at all. Right. <laughs> An intro to taxes would have been nice anything <laughs> instead of i know we're a liberal arts school and so they value being able to experience like different departments and whatnot but really our gen ed should have been more intro to taxes how to balance mm -hmm. a checkbook how to like survive on your own yeah <laughs> this is what grocery store are and this is how you do it okay. i don't know like it just ugh. i definitely feel that way oh my gosh so when i look back on my college experience those are the types of things that i wish i had more of, mm, okay. more of actual useful things that I could apply to everyday life. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Do you feel like going to college for photography helped you at all in terms of, now you've been out for what, a year and some? Is it been a year? year? Less than a year? Mm -hmm. So you've been out for a little while. Do you think it's like, has it given you like a leg up at all in terms of like doing photography work or creative work or like? <laughs> um, not really. I've made a couple of connections while at Loyola and sometimes they pull through. For example, over the summer, I worked the Filter Photo Fest with Jennifer oh, Murray. Yeah. And that was because um, Nori reached out to me first. She's like, hey, she's doing this thing. Would you be interested in working? I was like, of course. And so that kind of, I guess I was always on the radar, but I feel like that put me on her radar now too. Mm. Although, and I don't mean this in any insulting way to Filter Photo Fest. I worked that festival and I was like, wow, the demographic of the fine arts photography scene is very white and it's very old. And it's not something that I want to be in. That's really fair. That's really fair. So they'll suggest like, oh, you should work at Latitude, the printing lab, mm -hmm. or you should, you know, try to pursue that. I'm like, yeah, but it's the exact same circles of all those people. and. Uh -huh. Like, that's not reflective of me. Yeah. Because I'm not white, I'm not old. <laughs> you know? I take neither of those boxes, <laughs> so. I feel that, okay. And uber wealthy, that was the other one. Mm. These people just reek of money. Oh, yeah. I feel that, um, how do I say this without being mildly offensive? Uh, it's your podcast, be offensive. Oh, you're right. <laughs> it's my own, okay. <clears throat> I just feel like, a lot of times, the more creative fields are filled with people who have the time and money to pursue that. Like, for example, I grew up in my, on my dad's side of the family, there's six of us. And then on my mom's side, that's just me and her. Um, but like, she also is pursuing her doctorate degrees. So like, she's got mountains of debt. I like didn't come, I don't have a lot of, 
money to fall back on. And like, if I don't make it out here working at Starbucks or at my nonprofit or whatever it is, like I'm stuck and I'm moving home and I won't have all the opportunities that I have here. And so that's been one of my, not a criticism per se, but an issue that I have is that I don't have all the time in the world. I can't take off of work for two weeks to pursue mm -hmm. something fun that I want to do that may not pay. You know? Exactly. And especially trying to break into the photography as we're not newbies. We know our craft. We know what we're doing. Mm -hmm. We're good photographers, but we just haven't been professional photographers with a business or anything yeah. like that. And I feel like trying to break in is even more difficult because even though we know exactly what we can, what we can do, maybe potential clients won't. And so yeah. it's like, how do I price myself at the right, what I, at, how do I like equate my value and my prices? Yeah. Because like, you can't have both, it seems mm -hmm. to me at this point in life. And so do I like undervalue myself and you know, drastically lower my prices or, and maybe get some work or do I keep it at exactly what I think it should be and get maybe no work? Yeah, that's been a big thing. And also, I so like <laughs> I had to spend a lot of time telling friends and family, like, I'm trying to be a photographer, so if you need anything, like, please come to me, I will do it. And like, I designed my dad, not photography, but like, does, I really want to do graphic design also. Um, but like, I designed my dad's like truck logo. And so that's now in his car and it looks real good if I do say so myself. Um, <laughs> but like, I'm really excited about that. But at the same time, like, I have not had any of his friends say it directly. But like, for example, I went home for his birthday and it was super fun, it was a surprise party and I met all these people I haven't seen since I left. And they were all like, oh, what are you studying? And I was like, I'm doing journalism photography and like I wanna do graphic design when I'm done because you know, everyone wants to know once you're done, what do you wanna do? And I was like, I wanna do photography and graphic design. And they were like, oh, like you went to college for that? And I was like, like what did you go to college for? <laughs> are you doing exactly that now? Uh, and then it doesn't help also, I feel like, they're like, oh, well, my cousin is doing photography and he didn't go to school and like his images are good. So like, why would I choose you over that has also been a debate. I, it sounds weird like when I say it out loud, but like, yeah, I get that a lot. And I don't really understand that either. I definitely feel that. <laughs> I feel that for real. Yeah. That was one of the questions I desperately, so after I graduated and I was working at a smoothie place. Stunning. Techn I called it part-time because I would get in at six and be out by two. Mm. But I mean, I was working full-time hours. Yeah. So I was a full-time employee. And I would just like stop meeting people because I, I got so anxious about having to answer that question. Yeah. Like, what are you doing now? Like, you went to school for this. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. And so I started avoiding any kind of social settings. Like I would see my boyfriend, I would see a couple close friends and that was it. Mm -hmm. Like I hated, I missed out on a couple of holidays because of it, because I just grew so anxious at, at the prospect of having to face all these people who I didn't know, who didn't really care about me, but then have to answer all these questions. Right. Because they have such a vested interest in my life. For this like one five minute period. Right. Like, oh, she's a graduate, she must have her life all planned out, and if she doesn't, I'm going to lecture her about it. And I really wanted to avoid that at all costs, so yeah. I did. But it's, it's backwards. I totally you know? agree. Nowadays, you need not just a bachelor's, you need a master's, maybe mm -hmm. even a doctorate to get a well-paying job that'll allow you to pay off your student loan right. within a reasonable amount of time. Mm -hmm. 
And if you don't have that, you also, well, no, you would need that, but you also need <laughs> bucket loads of experience. Uh, yes. So we're expected to work ourselves into the ground as undergraduates and then kind of thrown out into the world and also expected to be able to float and figure it out all ourselves. Yeah. Which is really demanding. Yeah, and like unrealistic mm -hmm. because the people before us did not do that. And so I don't understand why that's the standard. And maybe it's also partly like we are putting that standard on ourselves to some extent, but like who, who decided that was gonna be a good idea? I'd like to talk to them. <laughs> do you see any of us, you know, talking about how much we enjoy it? No, no none of us do. Oh my gosh. And I feel it's especially hard in a creative field because there is no set path. Like there is no, you go to this school for four years, you do this for two years mm -hmm. and you do that. It's just really how we want to make it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of how you want to make it happen. I hate this question, but I have to ask it. What do you want, like, do you have an idea of what you want to do? Because, like, personally, I have no idea. I know I want to do photography and graphic design as, like, freelance, but, like... I feel you, yeah. <laughs> I've had to ask myself that question a bunch over the past few months. Mm -hmm. And I guess when, I, when I'm really being true with myself, I haven't really strayed from my wanting to be a photojournalist. Okay. I know I still want to tell people stories. I know I still want to capture like thoughtful journalistic images. I don't know if I want to necessarily have to write an article with each one, you know, or if it's just like a photo essay or what shape it's going to be in. I just know that's what I eventually want to do. Okay. I want to be able to, um, like, I guess always also support myself by doing that, whether mm. it's, you know, exhibiting or contests. I don't know how people do that. I'm still trying to figure that out. Me too. <laughs> and so sometimes it's, it's so easy to, to like, get swayed from that path because, you know, I have a group of friends that we like to shoot with a lot, including my boyfriend. And a lot of times it'll be like just standard portraits or it'll be like kind of more fashion forward, kind of editorial-esque. And it's all fun and good and I enjoy doing it. And it's never a bad time, like taking my camera out and getting <laughs> to shoot and like having photos to edit and like new things. Yeah. But it's not what I want to do. Okay. And so I know that's on me to pursue more of what I want to do. So that's like yeah. setting up shoots with people. I have this idea for a shoot actually that I almost started to do and then didn't for some reason. What was it? I mean, no, 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 not at all. Of course, because <laughs> if I tell you, it means I have to do it. I like that. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, so I was on. I I browse through Craigslist quite frequently because I'll either be like looking for jobs or creative gigs or apartments. Oh. And oh. one day, just out of curiosity, I was thinking about the misconnections tab on Craigslist and I was oh like, I, does that still exist? And it does. So I scrolled through and I was reading all the posts that people put up. Yeah. And it'd be really simple things like, oh, to the girl I passed crossing the street at this corner, I think you're really pretty. And if you see this, reach out to me, let's oh grab gosh, a coffee. It'll be that kind of stuff. Some of them were a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> just, mm, I hope, well, I mean, this internet, you're gonna find weird people anyway. But yeah. what I wanna do is I wanna reach out to these people and try to set up a shoot, ideally at the spot where they missed that connection. Oh my gosh, that'd be so cute. Right? And then I, I wanna be, be able to sit down with them afterward and have a conversation with them. Like, why did you choose Craigslist of all places? <laughs> to try to find this potential soulmate, you know? Yeah. There's all these apps, there's social media platforms, right. and why do you turn to Craigslist? Because no one is on Craigslist. Just me, out of my own curiosity. <laughs> you know? <laughs> 
And that really got me thinking and interested in it. And so, I mean, it's the simplest thing. All I have to do is email these people mm-hmm. and be like, hey, I have a project. I want to take your picture and ask you a few questions. Would you be okay with it? That's all I need to do. Truly. You know, that would be a really good coffee table book or just like book. Kind I of, think you should do it. Kind of in like a Humans of New York kind of way. Yeah. But, but like cuter. <laughs> Because just a little about, more focused, I guess, yeah. not just people on the street, like people on Craigslist with connections. Specifically. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think you should do that. Thank you. I definitely so will. I think part of it was like, maybe I'll wait till it gets a little warmer mm. so I don't have to make these strangers stand outside in the cold while I take their picture. Um, but I know that's also just an excuse. That's fair. But I also feel like a lot of... <laughs> I feel like a lot of things are an excuse for like myself and like make excuses for each other. <laughs> Literally every day of my life. I'm so good at that. <laughs> so it's a skill. It should be in my resume. But also, I also have to think. I'm like, okay, if I was somebody and I put up a thing on Craigslist, I don't want to come out when it's just after the polar vortex to take a photo. So I mean, an excuse, but also a fair one. <laughs> you know, I think. That's what I'm telling myself. It's mm-hmm. not unreasonable to want to wait till it's warmer. I think so I agree. And I'm sure more people will be, well, I'm not sure. I have a theory that more people will be posting because no one's really out and paying any attention to who's around them. Mm-hmm. We're all just trying to get from one warm place to another warm place. <laughs> so maybe when it gets warmer, I'll see more interesting people. And I like it. Fingers crossed anyway. It'll work. I think, you know, I'm going to put it into the universe right now that um, when it's warm, you will do it, and there will be more people, and it will be successful, and I will invest in your book as soon as I have the dollars to do so. Thank you. I appreciate it. I have thought about you know where this project could go, because it's a pretty simple premise, but I was like, well, I could do a Chicago edition. You know, I could go to different cities and mm-hmm. see what other kind of people are out there looking for their soulmates on Craigslist. It'd be an opportunity to travel a little bit, just and ultimately just talk to people and hear their stories yeah I think that's such an interesting like what's what I'm looking for culmination of like your studies I think that's so I I just really like that I need you to do it (laughs) so I can live vicariously through you okay okay just for you Carly (laughs) thank you all I like to hear all I like to hear I will say that's one thing that taking photography classes at Loyola was good for, was professors pushing you to not just take a bunch of pretty pictures, be like, have some sort of reason behind it. Yeah. I will. Have a concept. Mm, I will agree. I will agree. I mean, I love pretty pictures. There's nothing wrong with pretty pictures. Yes. But I will be scrolling through Instagram going like, another pretty picture, another pretty picture. There's no story to any of these. Yeah all kind of superficial. So mm-hmm. I think that's another reason why I don't want to stay in that realm. I don't want to make that my profession. I want to mm. continue to be a storyteller. I like it. Okay. I like that. If that I, makes me sound like really uppity, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think so. I just think it makes you sound like inspiring to other people. I really like it. Appreciate you. Oh, I love it. <laughs> that made me think of though, cause like I follow a lot of photographers and a lot of my friends back home I have not spoken to since I left <laughs> four <laughs> years ago. But I still like keep up with them through social media. Uh, curse and a blessing, I suppose you could call it. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people I know are pursuing photography also. And I see that. And I think it's great. And I love it. Because please, the more the merrier. But also, 
sometimes, and this is like a criticism wholly of myself, but like I'll see it and like because I feel like it's gotten to my head that I went to school for it, I get really like that the composition is terrible mm -hmm. and like mm, I wouldn't have taken that that way. And I have to check myself because I'm like, okay, first of all, clearly they're not like in school for it, which is fair because you don't need it. Um, but also like... Too. I thank you. I learned the most. I think I've learned the most from YouTube. Oh yeah. Than school. Whenever there's something I need to know, I don't like email a professor. I just <laughs> look up a YouTube tutorial. I don't come into class with yeah. questions the next day. I figure it out. Yeah, I'd agree. Or like Skillshare was one of the things I found. Nice. I um, haven't used that. Is it is it good? Would you recommend I, it? I would like them to sponsor me so that I can say it officially. But yes, I would recommend it. <laughs> I would. I think it's really great because not only like, yeah, the photography stuff is like nice and great and it's like useful. I will say a lot of the photography things are very like elementary. There's not a whole lot of advanced things. Okay. I find the most help in advanced items on like YouTube, if I'm being honest. Which is free. Which is free and it's amazing. Um, but I will say that like balancing a checkbook and like a lot of financial stuff oh. I didn't think it would be on Skillshare and it is Ooh. and it's been amazing okay yeah and then like I'm also trying to develop like my graphic design portfolio and so like there will be projects mm. to do on there and so I really like it for those I feel like those two have been <laughs> financial and graphic design it's amazing that's awesome okay yeah I'll check it out I recommend it also, to the people listening, if you are listening, I recommend it. Not sponsored, unfortunately. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. However, Skillshare, if you're listening, by all means. Sponsor Carly. She's great. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I feel like there was something else I wanted to say that I lost. I'm sorry. I totally interrupted you, too. No, you're, it was a while ago because you said something, and then I was like, I'm going to ask this question, and I've, I have the mind of an old woman. You too. <laughs> okay, well, I guess, tangents aside, and back to my original plan for the podcast, I suppose. Uh, now that you've graduated, I know I kind of asked it, but like, now that you're out, do you feel like it was worth your time? Because I go back and forth on it. Time, yes. Money, no. Hmm. Okay, yes. I would 110% agree with that. Also, I go back and forth with, I, my poor mother, she has to listen to me talk and like work out scenarios all the time. I love her for listening. Um, but I talk about all the time with her and with some of my friends that like, I kind of wish I had gone to art school and like been surrounded by artists and like people who would just go for creative things. Not to say that everyone's not an artist in their own regard, but like, I do sometimes wish I had done that. I'm like, I'm paying the tuition to. Why didn't I yeah. choose it? Did you ever feel that way? Um, briefly. I don't remember when it was while I was at Loyola, but for a moment I was like, why didn't I apply to like SAIC or something or Columbia? Because uh -huh. I had a classmate who transferred to Columbia, but we still kind of kept in touch. Okay. And at various photography events, I would always see him. And uh. I hate that I do this, but I always compare yeah. myself with others. Him also because I just see him at events. Very and, like, fair. and we'll catch up and he'll tell me all about what he's doing. I'm like, wow, you're doing so much. And I'm doing none of that. <laughs> so did I make a mistake? Did I go to the wrong school? And again, I'll repeat what I said earlier. I'd like to think that I have no regrets. And I don't 
because I enjoyed my time at Loyola, studies and you know community and everything yeah. all together. I enjoyed it. But I do sometimes wonder, especially since I'm not really writing, like I used to mm. as a journal, in journalism, cla journalism classes, mm -hmm. sometimes I'm like, am I wasting that degree by not exercising that all the time? Yeah. Would I be more, would I have benefited from going to an art school and learning more skills, like more than just photography as a medium, like learning various different media? Mm -hmm. Perhaps. Yeah. But yeah, it's all speculation too. That's true. And like, I don't know if me going to art school and shelling out the money to go to art school would have been worth it then either. Because mm -hmm. like, also for me personally, like I shut down when I like start comparing myself to people. I know some people really thrive off of that. And I feel like to go to art school, you might need to thrive a little bit better off of that. Because <laughs> you're just surrounded by people who are really good. Yeah. And I think I... I was talking this with my mother, and I really do think I would have I would have just died a little because like I just don't I don't do well because mm -hmm. I'm like these people are so good I'm awful why am I doing it I'm very competitive when it comes to sports say, okay because I used to do sports in high school which mm -hmm. was forever ago <laughs> um, I'm very competitive with myself where if I see but this also kind of has roots in comparing myself to others. If I see someone's done X, Y, Z in their work, and I'd be like, well, why didn't I do that in mine? Mm -hmm. Then I'll kind of compete with myself to okay. do better the next time. So yeah. it's somewhat negative because it comes from like a less than positive place, but it also has positive outcomes. But I know myself and I, like you, would not do well in an environment where we had to like thrive off of it because mm -hmm. I definitely don't. Yeah, I feel the same. Which is probably why I ended up here. <laughs> Which is kind of funny, because nobody knows this, but we're actually recording on Loyola's campus, and neither of us go here anymore. Like, we're both done. <laughs> we're just here. <laughs> we're just here. Oh, my god. Reminiscing. Hanako, thank you so much for joining me. <laughs> thank you for having me. I had a blast. Yeah, I did too. I was so nervous, but this went so well. It was. It, well, it did go so well. It was well. <laughs> it was well. <laughs> well. In future, I'd like to have you on again if you would be willing. Oh, I'll be back to do so. Stunning. Um, yeah, I feel like that's all I need from you. Do you want to give? Oh my gosh, we could pretend. Do you want to give like a? This is what I'm doing for the next while. If you want to find me here. Oh my gosh, yes. Thank you. Anytime. I've never been asked to do that before. <laughs> um, well, if you are interested in following with my work, you can always check me out on Instagram. My username is Hanako's Photos. H-A-N-A-K-O-S photos, because no one knows how to spell my name. <laughs> and uh, what's my website? Or you can find me at hanukojoanphotography.com, and that's Joan, J-O-A-N. Stunning. I will even put it in the description of the podcast. Oh, my gosh. Look at this. Oh, my gosh. It feels so professional, so I do real. Too. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Okay, here Thanks, we go. Thanks, Carly. Oh, my gosh. Thanks for coming. You just listened to my interview with Hanukkah Maki, a really good friend of mine. All of her information is typed out in the description. Um, if you're interested in following her, finding out more about her, she is a wonderful woman and an inspiration, and she's really doing some really cool things. If you're interested in finding me, you can go to crapshoot.co. That's C-R-A-P-S-H-O-O-T. 
www.carlyannemarie.co. You can head on over there to find more about me, Carly Ann, and a little bit more about this podcast, and you can also listen in there. However, I'm super excited to announce that it's only episode two, but we are officially live on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. And if you're listening to us on Google Play or Apple Podcasts, I would love it if you could leave me a review. It's helpful for me because I know what you guys are thinking, but it's also helpful for the podcast in general. It allows other people to discover all of the really cool things that are going to be happening next week we're doing another update it's been i think three weeks since i've recorded the intro podcast teaser episode um and so a few things have changed and a few things are looking up for me so you'll get to hear more about that and how exactly i do what i do i'm super excited to see where this podcast goes guys and i am so happy that you're listening and that's about it Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time. Bye, guys.